0: This is Patrick Patterson, and you're listening to the NTTB
1: Podcast. All right, welcome into episode 17 of the NTTB Podcast, uh, as always I'm Alex joined in by my co-host Anthony. How we doing tonight? And uh we have the uh we have the pleasure of um having a real good guest, hopefully somebody that will join us a couple times more after this. Uh but we have Travis Singleton aka the Sneaker Reporter on with us. Travis, how you doing?
2: Doing good. Thank you for having me guys. Oh, no problem.
1: Pleasure. No problem. All pleasure right. You. So uh so we got this uh we got this NBA season about to start. You know, we're all, you know, we we all cover the thunder. Um but before we get into that, I want to get into a little bit of your background, because here's the thing, whenever whenever we think about the media, before I actually, you know, got to attend a couple games as the media, I always thought the media was just, you know, just the head writer, lead writers for the newspapers, uh, the bloggers, and, you know, probably the, the guys that work for more of the national stuff, but, you know, there's a lot more people there that are covering the game than most people know about. And so mm-hmm. I know with yourself, especially, you know, even myself, you know, I'm just a small-time blogger. It's not like I'm anything big-time, um, like, say, like what Royce Young was a couple years ago. Uh, but yourself, I see you and you just, you know, you're more of a sneaker guy. You're more of a uh, of a uh, sneakerhead that started to follow the Thunder. So can you give me a little bit of background of yourself?
2: Yeah, it was um, more so just um, started out in Boston um I actually started working out with um, this company called BlackAthlete.net. Mm-hmm. And uh, they put me in a position where I can cover Celtics games um, at a full-time pace. And um, it was just one of those where I was covering the big three in Boston. I was working from 2009 all the way to 2014 there and um, just covered the game and stuff like that. And my biggest thing was I just wanted to be able to stand out, you know, because a lot of writers – you know, nine times out of 10, they fit in because they're always wearing suits and everything like that. Mm. And I used to do that trying to fit in. But then it was at a point in time, where I was like, you know what, why am I trying to fit in? If I could stand out and I could just be myself if it's if it's allowed to be a professional way. So I started wearing sneakers. And then I also started making sure that I was wearing dress outfits with them being casual,
1: mm.
2: as well as wearing the sneakers and stuff like that. So that um, was just more so a way to connect with the players on another level to to be able to have them know that they can i'm relatable uh-huh. you know so um you know then i was working with them and working with the celtics and then um it came to a point where um i went to a summer league um i think it was 2014 summer league went out there and um and the thunder organization was just extremely nice to me and the players were and i just felt good vibes from them mm-hmm. and uh, i talked to my family about it i prayed about it i was like hey i really want to go out to oklahoma city and see what happens you know, and see if there's a better opportunity. I was like, yeah, they got Kevin Durant, they got Russell Westbrook. So I was like, you know, let me go out there and try to capitalize on the situation and see if, you know, something can grow out of it. So I came out to Oklahoma City in 2014 and um, just wanted to be able to build my own brand, sneakerreporter.com, where, you know, I want to talk about sports, you know, NBA, NFL, um, Major League Baseball. I want to talk about fashion, different sneakers, and I also want to get in the music scene. So it's more so... A, a one-stop shop
1: Damn, yeah and
2: that's and that's what i wanted to do so when i came out here the thunder already knew who i was because of the fact that i, ne- I networked with the nba people um in the league offices everybody knows me from going to drafts i was going to nba all-star weekends mm-hmm. networking and stuff like that so by the time i already came out here i had a name but when i came out to oklahoma city that's how i'd be able i was able to grow my brand and become my brand
1: oh, that's awesome man that's that's, I mean, yeah. honestly, you know, for for anybody, you know, kind of like myself, you know, we we're just independent people trying to grow our our brand. Yeah. Um, and so I always look at you and I always look at, you know, kind of like what you're doing. You know, I, I know I know the big guys, I, you know, I know I know Royce, I know, uh, you know, Fred, I know all those guys, <laughs> John Hamm. Um, but I always look at you and I kind of feel a kinship to you because, you know, we're we're there, you know, we're we're kind of kind of starting out kind of I'm not thinking at the bottom. I know I'm, I'm more at the bottom yeah. than you are. Um yeah. But, you know, I do feel a kinship to you because we are there kind of hustling, I guess, um, trying to get trying to get our brand out there. Um, so before we even get into the Thunder, before we get anything like that, I have my my co-host on here. He's more of a sneakerhead than I am. Definitely. Definitely. You know, I, I remember meeting him. Yeah, I, I used to I used to be a sneakerhead and then I messed around and had four kids. So that kind of went out the window. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, as far as let's just say the the shoes that are coming out right now. I know yeah. he has a couple in mind. I'm pretty sure you know what's coming out. So, kind of give yeah. us a little background or a little a little forewarning as to what is coming out. Maybe maybe involving the players that are on the team, or maybe even some players that are in the NBA.
2: I'm um, looking forward to the to the um, to the off-white collection that's coming out. Supposed to be coming out next month. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. Um, I'm also looking forward to you know the Jordan Brand holiday stuff that's coming out. The Elevens. And then they got the 32s coming out. And then um, they also um, have the um, the 32 Why Nots, the Russ, Russ Why Not collections coming out on November 22nd. And I'm glad you brought um, that up. I'm going to be looking forward to that. Um, you know, they got a Flynet gray and gold um, Air Jordan one that I'm waiting for. So they got a lot of good stuff coming out. I'm looking forward to Adidas too. Mm-hmm. They're going to have a lot of stuff coming out as well as far as working with Andrew Wiggins and... and and working on the James, the new James Harden shoes, and and a couple of things like that. So I got my, I always got my eye out for for new things that are coming out sneaker wise. So it's one of those where I'm just trying to capitalize on the situation.
3: So Travis, this is Anthony, hey, uh so on? I'm glad you brought that up. The 32s, the why nots? I'll come back to that one in a second. The as far as the Jordan winter, uh, the winter collection, they got a lot of wheat shoes, and Nike has a lot of wheat colored shoes coming out. The, Definitely. The uh, 12s Bordeaux's actually came out today and the grade school. and yeah. blacks came out today. Uh,
2: mm-hmm.
3: I am a big sneakerhead. I have a question for you. So did you. Yeah. Um, when you decided to kind of, you know, do a business casual kind of look with sneakers, was it a yeah. seamless transition for you? Like, were you a sneakerhead in the game or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you find yourself struggling a little bit to kind of figure out what you wanted to do?
2: nah, I was already a sneakerhead i i'm I'm a sneakerhead first, and then I always tell people I'm a sneakerhead first, then I'm a reporter, you know because it was one of those where I just ended up like i said my first my first camp out was for the d m p package back in two thousand three you know yeah. what I'm saying, so I go way back, yeah yeah you know that's yeah. so so that's that was my first camp out that I did, and then um, my last camp out I did was for the ray allen um jordan thirteens um, nice. and I haven't camped out since you know what I'm saying it's either. I got Connects or you know Nike or Adidas. They'll reach out to me and send me stuff. And uh, now I got Under Armour. They just sent me the Curry Four Championship Pack, and they sent me the Magic um the China colorway. So you know what I'm saying? I'm just growing as the time goes, and it's so crazy because a lot of people don't understand the the groundwork that I laid. A lot of people are like, "Man, he just got back in. he just got into this position off rip." Right, but they don't understand that. Like, it really took a long, a, a lot of work and a lot of time.
3: Sure, a lot of you got you were on your hustle, you were on your grind. Uh, if yeah. you're looking for an intern, you know, I'm down. <laughs> I got you. I'm, I'm a, a sneakerhead. I, I so so <laughs> I so I, I I am a sneakerhead. Um, I'm still fortunately uh, not camping out as much as I used to because it just seems yeah. like the people, especially in the town that I live in, are not necessarily as interested. Uh, yeah. For one, <laughs> and it seems like Jordan has also. Uh, made more available so uh you, definitely you don't they're gonna,
2: they're gonna stop that um for 2018 though
3: yeah and that's what i had read too that they were gonna go yeah. back to being limited uh yep the 32s the why nots when i saw those my jaw dropped i was like i yeah, i, I okay. sent a picture to, to alex and i was like done yeah. deal what do you think about Facts, the 32s
2: yeah. uh i love the 32s i think i think jordan has gotten better since the 29s like the 29 cool. i love the 29 i love the I didn't like the thirty as much. I, I felt like they dropped the ball and rushed on the thirty, but the thirty-one was really good. And then the thirty-two. I think the Y not thirty-two is amazing with that photo blue, and then it has the the orange to to complement it. And then I like the insole and the outsole. So I think I think it's going to be super dope. I'm looking forward to it. And uh, you know, it's just one of those where I just want to have, I want to be able to have the whole collection. And I think they're going to keep it going. So
3: I agree. I liked. I wasn't able to get the twenty-eight Y knots, the ones with the sock that came up to yeah. just above the calf. Um, I'm yeah. definitely planning to get these 32 Y knots. I agree with you that I like the twenty nine super comfortable. I like the designs of the 30s, but it felt like uh, I don't know if you remember the Jordan 21s, where you could yeah. um, replace the air bubble and it would definitely. say Zoom or a check mark. Those yeah. to me felt so uncomfortable, and that's what I, I think.
0: F- the, the
2: Jordan 21 to me is is so underrated. I lo- it's one of my favorites. I, I like the, they have some of the best. I think they had some of the best colorways for them. I had the original, the gray blue. The gray with the university blue i had the red the um red suede with the um with the silver um i had the original bread colorway like i had a lot of colorways so in those so
3: i had the bread colorways in that and i was working at a gym at the time and a coworker happened to spill some bleach and a couple yeah. droplets got on my suede oh no oh man yeah you know it just
2: happened you know it just happened to mine the other day um i went to a concert um, and then it, it was, um, I wore it to Young Thug concert last month and, uh, and I was so into the concert and stuff like that, that I was partying, you know, hanging out and, and, and working at the same time. But then, um, <laughs> when I got home, I realized my insole was, was ripped. So,
3: ah, don't you yeah, hate so. when that happens? I find myself, these people, uh, you know, my family and stuff like that think I'm crazy, but you know, I find myself when I'm wearing my quality shoes that, you know, I'm watching all things coming at me. I'm watching Definitely. people's feats. Uh, You know, right. I'm backing up when children are coming near because, you know, I, I want them to last, and it, there's nothing worse than I don't than do
2: happening. that, though. I, it got to be genuine for me. Like, if it's if it's meant to happen, it's meant to happen. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's how I do it. Man. I'm not tiptoeing around places trying to look out for the creases. <laughs> In the beginning, I used <laughs> to do that, but now I don't, though. Like Let's it's see, just it's whatever.
3: Yeah, I'm not worried about creases as much as I am trying to keep them fresh, you know, at least the first couple the times out the mean. box.
2: Yeah, yeah, first couple of times, I'm with you. Uh, But after a while, it's just like, hey, you know what? This is what it is.
3: So I'm mostly uh, a Nike guy, but I have seen – my eyes have kind of wandered to some of the Adidas. And a couple of people have told me that, like, the Adidas NMDs are super, super comfortable. Uh, They definitely – The tubulars are pretty comfortable. Uh, Mm -hmm. What would you recommend into my first foray into Adidas?
2: Uh, I would say Yeezys off off, (laughs) – just to be (laughs) – I would say jump in. If you're going to jump in, jump in all the way. I think the Yeezys are really good. Um, they got a couple of colorways coming out um, in October, and then they got a couple coming out for November and December, too. If you can get your hands on them. And if you can't, then I would definitely say the NMD. My first NMD was the um, the Nice Kicks NMD. With okay. The tie dye, yeah, yeah. With the tie dye on them. Yeah. yeah so I know um, Nice Kicks, and I know a lot of the people there. So they. They were able to help me, you know, put me in a position where I was able to get it. So okay, that so was my first one, I'm but I have, think they're really
3: comfortable. I'm gonna have to definitely check out the the, uh, the uh, NMDs. Might be easier for me to get my hands on, but yeah, I definitely, I definitely have seen the, uh, some of the Yeezys, the zebra prints. Um, Yeezys kind of caught my eye. Kind of like those. Yeah, those the, are tough. Yeah, uh, and the Yeezy boots. Honestly, I kind of liked them at first. I wasn't yeah. sure about them, but the Yeezy boots were definitely tough. Um, yeah,
2: I still love the 750s the most.
3: Oh, okay. Yeah. 750s are nice. So uh, now that, you know, Paul George came to town yeah. and he, he said he was coming after the style king and Carmelo definitely. is not far behind. He's a well-dressed man. Uh, so definitely. you think there's going to be a little internal conflict between style <laughs> and fashion between the three of these guys? Like a little, you know, uh, fun, fun competition between them.
2: They'll probably have some fun competition. Definitely. I don't think it will be nothing too crazy. I think they all, you know, they all are in the same ta- tax bracket. So they all can compete. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I
3: know I, I get you. I just, I just kind of like
2: you telling Raymond Felton to go, go up against Russ.
3: Yeah, you I'm, know.
2: Then it's like, it's, <laughs> I'm just, it's I'm levels.
1: just, I'm just happy we're not going to have a Golden State situation where you know one of our guys going to be
3: talking trash about the other one's company.
2: Yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. They they are, all, they're yeah. all Nike. So yeah, so that's a good thing.
3: Um, your my thoughts is I just read recently that at the end of this year, I think uh, Jordan Brand is going to end the Mellow signature line. Yeah. Uh, your your thoughts on the mellow signature line shoe was there any of them that kind of caught your eye did you like them
2: uh i definitely like the mellow 10 that was one of my favorites because it reminded me of it reminded me of more so like the jordan 9 a little bit Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like as far as like the the fit and uh you know i I think the mellow 10 was dope i think the mellow 11 was cool i liked the early ones the 1.5s were cool like you know certain stuff like that was definitely cool to me but um as far as his line i think his line is already submitted. and um if they did end it which i hope they don't but if they did i think he's just going to turn into a ray allen where they just give him the player PDs exclusives yeah yeah the player exclusives of different jordan models that came out which would be even more crazy
3: so i i agree with you the 1.5s and i think he did a few one, uh, you know 0. 0.5 uh, in yeah. his signature line, I like the point fives. I thought they were a nice hybrid of highlighting some of the Jordan characteristics while keeping it his own signature shoe. And the yeah. first thing I thought when I read that, I was like, "Well, that guy—he just he can just rock any Jordan that he wants to, rock a different mm-hmm. PE Jordan every night, uh, and exactly yeah. like you said, be like Ray Allen." Uh, so Definitely, I'm super that, excited. And that's
2: the direction, I, yeah. That's the direction I see him going. So,
3: yeah, super excited. So, I got me a pair mm-hmm. of Paul George for my birthday recently. Nice. Once once you break you them in, I got the um they're like a s they're the they're like the gray, the all gray ones. Like oh, the, okay.
2: yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking yeah, about.
3: Yep. They're like the all slate gray. Uh, once I broke it in, uh, a super comfortable shoe. Probably that's the one of the most comfortable shoes I've ever worn.
2: That's what's up. Yeah, I, I got I got I got something for you on opening night. Oh yeah? I got but yeah, okay. I got some unreleased. Oh, nice. Ooh, nice okay, nice. I'm gonna have, yeah. I'm gonna keep an eye out for exclusive,
3: it. exclusive, exclusive. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> got can, I got some.
3: You can ask Alex when we go to the games or whatever, or we're watching on TV. The first thing I'm pointing out, besides basketball, is like, yo, did you see this guy shoot or this guy yeah. like Russell's wearing Russell's wearing the 32 or he's wearing the uh, 30.5s where he had the hybrid of the 31s with definitely. the bottom of yep. the 30s. So yeah. uh, definitely in the sneaker game. So um, kindred spirit, man.
2: Yeah, definitely. I, I'm. I'm. That's exactly how I am, man. I, I look at what they're wearing, and then I take it to the next level. Like, and be like, okay, now their game is doing. You know what they're doing in the game, statistic wise. Like, the crazy thing is, like, the whole thing with the sneaker reporter. A lot of people just think, oh, I'm talking about sneakers, but I talk about the game. It's just the fact that I like wearing sneakers while I'm doing it.
1: Yeah, so it's so
2: a, it's, it's pretty. It's, it's a part. It's you know, it's cool. like it's, a, it's like hip hop. Yeah, you know, cool hip hop goes both ways.
1: Yeah, it's like hip hop. You could, you could talk about you know DJing. you can talk about B boy, you can talk about breakdancing. All that. It's all part of the same culture. Sneakers, it's it's inbredded in the NBA and the lifestyle. So you you kind of have yeah. to bring it up. You know, it's a different aspect. Like most reporters are just going to talk about regular basketball stuff. Yeah, um, definitely. But if, yeah. If you want to stand out, things like, you know, sneakers and things of that nature. definitely. Yeah. Definitely I mean, put you in a different bracket as far as, you know, reporting for the game.
2: Definitely. I I mean, in the early in my earlier in my career, I would just talk about sneakers and music and different things like that. Now I'm trying to dibble into like, you know, the Royces and the Fred's lanes where I'm just talking about the game now because I want them to know that at the same time, I still I demand that respect. You know, I just my thing is, I just want the respect of my peers and and want people to know, like when I'm in the locker room, I'm not taking it as a joke. Mm. I'm in there to work just (laughs) as hard as everybody else, you know?
1: Respect, yeah, I, I, I can understand yeah. that. Believe me, one hundred percent. All right, so sticking with Jordan, real quick, your favorite yeah. pairs. What's your favorite
3: pair of My uh,
2: Favorite pair, it'll be Jordan fours.
1: The fours. See,
3: you know, I was late on the fours. My favorite pair are the Jordan threes. The threes, yeah, really? See, yeah.
2: I'm, I'm big on I'm big on the fours. I got the Lightning fours. I got the Bread fours. I got the Dornbacher fours. I got I'm I'm a huge Jordan four type of guy. I got the white white and money green. I got I got what? I got the the leaf bl- the leaf gray with the blue,
3: nice. The baby
2: blue and the yellow. I got those. So I ha- got a whole bunch of Jordan fours. Like I'm a Jordan four fanatic. Like I love them to death.
3: The only pair of fours that I have is the uh, glow in the dark green, the gray with the okay, green yeah, insoles. Yeah,
2: that's I'm... the one that I skipped on. I was, I was like, <laughs> eh, every, I was like, everybody got them.
3: Yeah. So I got me a pair of those fours. I really liked them. I was kind of late on the fours. The threes, though, I have the the infrared threes. I have the white and cement threes or the fire red threes. I have the pure money, all white threes Mm -hmm. at one point in time. But I wore them down. I had the uh, original white and cement, the uh, the blue with the blue accent on the back of the threes. Yeah, I had those. I'm a big fan of the threes
2: um i like the threes too i just think they crease too quick they do
3: that mm-hmm. they, do. Yeah, my they do you know the threes the the threes in the nike air force ones always have they they the, you two steps yeah. in the <laughs> two steps in the shoe and, and you're creased
1: those are, the, those are the first ones that had the Jumpman logo right the threes yeah yeah mm-hmm.
2: one of, yeah definitely but the thing uh, the also the the thing that really annoys me with the threes is the crack paint they, yeah they crack easily too. They, yeah they yeah, should sure do. do yeah my my and pure, that's the one thing i don't
3: like yeah my pure money's cracked pretty quickly Oh, yeah, seeing that's the thing. Yeah, yeah so. that's true. That's so,
1: true. So so okay, crazy question. How many so if I if I look in Travis Singleton's closet or even
2: his be, house, how many at, you're looking at like 200 something. Ooh.
3: 200 boxes?
2: 200 something pairs of sneakers. Ooh, see, I'm trying man. to catch up.
3: I'm in the Just a,
2: I, just out here alone in Oklahoma, I have about 70
3: with me. Yeah, see, I'm I'm in the I'm in the 60s. I'm in the low 60s.
2: Yeah, see, and I got about 70 out here with me.
3: You mess so around, you, you are giving, giving them away, aren't you?
2: I just rotate them. That's what I do. I rotate them. I, I, <laughs> I'll have my mom. I'll ship them to my mom, and then she'll uh-huh. ship me back whatever else I want. Like, I'll, I'll take pictures of what I want her to send to me, and she'll, she'll find it and send it to me. All
1: right. Um. So Oh, so, you know, so one of the biggest, I guess, shoes that are coming out are going to be, of course, Russell's signature line uh, probably yeah. coming out. They're probably going to be coming out, what, next year?
2: I'm not sure. It's crazy. When I asked, I asked about it, you Mm -hmm. know, and tried to get further detail. They said it wasn't coming. So I got to still do some. I still got to do some research. I'll find out, though. I'm a man of the people. I'm a man of the people. So I usually find what I need to
1: find. Those shoes shoes are going to be crazy. I'm sorry. And I'm pretty sure, you know, he's going to have so much input into it. that it's just going to be something that's that's never been seen before, probably.
2: Yeah, it'll be crazy, though. I'm looking forward to it. I hope it really does happen. I I, I think that'd be dope.
3: I agree. I think he deserves his own signature line. My uh, only my only fear, my only concern is that Russell being Russell and him fashion forward, it might he just doesn't take it too far where people just don't get it.
1: Yeah, but yeah. you, you got to remember, like like Yeezy, he kind of did that with his line. And at first, yeah. when they came out, they they looked very like you know people were like, what the hell was this? But eventually, yeah. people started you know oh, okay, these are tight, these are these are new, these are something different. And so he's, been, he's become one of the best sellers yeah. for Adidas. And
3: I get that. But the thing that, that Yeezy had was he had already established two different shoes mm-hmm. with Nike. Yeah. You know, so the Yeezys and the Yeezys twos. And so uh, he kind of had a reputation that they were out there, but at least they were good looking shoes. So when he went over to Adidas, you know, he had to distinguish himself a little bit. That's but right. at least there was some groundwork laid there. I'm just worried that, you know, people won't understand the concept. Of course, I will be getting the line regardless as soon as it comes up, yeah <laughs>
1: that, that probably the next the next uh the shoe that you wait outside for the, you know, that's wait, probably my that, next camp out yeah. yeah your next camp out all right that's so fun. so travis so i know that you yourself um you opened up a a line you know a, a line of clothing your own self because so can you kind of go into that now i just kind of want to uh. go ahead and preference that and background that what i remember whenever mm. you put out the um kind of like the the tweet that said hey big announcement coming at 7 p.m. and so mm-hmm. every thought so this was you know this was around what july 1st around or it was about july 7th right that you put out that yeah. tweet and so it was around there yeah it was yeah. around there and so everybody is freaking the hell out because they think you have inside information on russell westbrook signing his yeah. extension and things like that and then whenever you re- released the tweet saying that you had opened up your own you know, your own fashion line, your own, your own set of uh, yeah. T-shirts and things like that. Man, people started bashing you, man. I was like, oh, my yeah, gosh, work. let the man yeah. hustle. Let the man do his thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it happens, though. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, that's, if people look back, I, you know, I referenced um, Funk Flex earlier because Funk Flex, when, when the Drake and Meek Mill Beef went, uh-huh. was going on, you know what I'm saying, Flex was like, oh, I got this new joint that's coming. And then it, it didn't come. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I was that earlier in that I said shout out to Funk because <laughs> I knew I already knew what was coming. I already knew that I didn't have the Westbrook stuff, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I still got people to to buy shirts. I had I sold over 150 shirts that night.
1: Oh, dang, so that's good. I'm not
2: I'm not mad, and they going for 35 a piece. So I wasn't nah, mad at
1: all. Definitely, you do you. So um, yeah. so as far as the, I know, you have a couple shirts that say Sneaker Reporter on. Um, you know, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, different yeah. colorways for those shirts. Yeah. Um, you got anything? you know, in the pipeline coming out?
2: I'm trying to work on um, something as far as um, breast cancer awareness Uh and, and, you know, a couple of things, you know, so I I got a couple of things brewed up as far as Boston and, and different things like that. So I'm just waiting for them to manifest. You'll see them. They're going to be coming pretty soon.
1: Good deal. So if anybody, if anybody wants to cop any of those, where would they go to check them out? They
2: can just go to sneaker and click on shop.
1: Okay. All right. Good deal. All right. So, we got the shoes out the way, so let's go ahead and get into the thunder. Yeah. Um, so kind of the first thing I want to kind of bring up. So today was basically cut day for the thunder. So they cut, yeah. you know, Samaj, they cut, uh, Isaiah cannon. Um, and then a, co- a couple other players, Giannis Morin, Chris, Wright. Yeah. Um, so their 15th spot is currently vacant. Um, what, yeah. do, you, what do you think they're going to do with that 15th spot?
2: Uh, I think they just probably bringing a veteran buyout. That's my personal mm-hmm. opinion.
1: You think it'll be a veteran buyout now, or do you think it'll be one that maybe comes around, you know, February time? I think March it'll come, come
2: around. I don't think they're going to do it now. I Think okay. they they're going to respect the players that tried their hardest to to make the cut, mm-hmm. and then I think they'll make a move. I think right now they'll be okay.
1: Okay,
3: so there's no chance Kendrick Perkins comes back.
1: <laughs> I mean, I don't think so. so. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think this this team is in win that win now mode. Yeah. Uh, so I think they're definitely yeah. going to wait to get maybe a another wing scorer, somebody, or maybe even a a, a, a combo guard that can. Uh, that can maybe score and you know run run the point a little bit as a third stringer or as a as a uh, scorer off the bench. Um, mm-hmm. So I kind of so I said that today was going to be more of a uh, Thunder preview, things of that nature. So I kind of want to go yeah. into some some questions, and then okay. we'll go ahead and put our predictions out there, all three of us. And this will be our our Thunder season preview type uh, podcast. Okay. Um, so with all the additions, with everything that we have on this team now. Record-wise, what are you seeing? Uh, I hope they
2: at least can get, you know, my thing is I want them to at least get 60 wins. I would love for them to get mm-hmm. 60, but I don't think it's going to happen that way. But uh, I would definitely go with, uh, it's kind of tough. It's, it's one of those tough situations. I, I'm going to say 60 and 22.
1: I'm going to go with it. Yes, I kind of went with sixty and twenty-two. So okay. yeah, you
3: talked yourself up to yeah. 60.
1: So so there was a little bit of hesitation. So what do you think is going to be the things that kind of hold them back from getting to that, you know, that sixty-win plateau?
3: Yeah,
2: I think I think it's just all about chemistry. You know, yeah. if they can all get on one accord, I think everything could be everything will work out perfectly fine. You know, it's just it's just chemistry. You know, and they remind me of of when uh, the Celtics got the big three. You know, so that's how I'm looking at it.
1: So, so the Celtics, whenever they first started, was it an immediate, an immediate chemistry, you know, type thing where they, they immediately clicked, or did it take a little bit of time? Because, you know, as far as recent history, you know, a lot of these big threes, a lot of these super teams have taken a little bit of time to kind of click before they eventually, you know, get rolling. Um, so, Boston, I know you were in there. You were, you know, you were in that in that mix. Was it something that was immediate or was it something that took a little bit of time, maybe a couple, you know, 10 to 15 it games? It took a
2: little bit of time. It took a little bit of time because they had they had a a win streak going, but then they had that stretch where they lost like five games in a row and everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, my God. Then they put Ray Allen on the trade block and oh, wow. they did a whole bunch of stuff like that. that. So, I mean, my thing is it could work instantly, but you still got to work on chemistry. It's all about sacrifice. And if they can sacrifice, I think anything's possible.
3: Yeah. Do, you, do you think this past offseason where – in the last couple of off seasons, we've seen the trend where these guys are out here uh, playing in gyms together. Do you think this past off season we saw Carmelo, we saw Russ, we saw Ennis Canther all out there playing kind of pickleball? And I understand that it's pickleball, but do you think that kind of leads to their chemistry flowing a little bit faster?
2: Oh, definitely, definitely. Working out definitely helps out when you're working out together. Mm-hmm. Um, that's definitely a huge piece. So I think um, you know just getting that rapport before you actually get on the court it, it's definitely huge. You know that's that's definitely worked because then when you play together in those practices and stuff like that, and in the, in the times where the media can't look and see, mm-hmm. you're still putting that hard work behind the closed door. So anything's possible at that point.
1: Yeah. All right. So so I got sixty twenty two. You got sixty and twenty two. What do you got? Anthony? I had
3: it. I had it about fifty six through fifty eight. Yeah. Um. I I just I just feel like, and it always seems to happen. Sometimes these super no, not a super team, but these teams tend to lose games they have no business losing to. Mm-hmm. And it, it could come early on, um, you know, just a matter of chemistry, just matter of finding the right rhythm in the offense. Mm-hmm. I just think there's going to be one or two games where they lose and they really should, shouldn't lose that game. So I would cap myself out at about 58.
1: 58?
3: Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so
1: so we got the record in. Um, where do you think they finish in the West?
3: Uh, they'll
2: finish. I think they'll finish second or third.
1: Second or third. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's why I Definitely.
1: see them finishing. Yeah, well, so let me ask you this: I, I find so you know it's almost a consensus that you know pretty much Golden State's number one, um, and then it's a battle for two and three with uh, Houston and Oklahoma City.
3: Well, four too, because for whatever reason they always add San Antonio. Well, that's that.
1: what I, that's what I want to ask because I mean we kind of had a little bit. So San Antonio's kind of had a, a little bit of a, I don't know. Like usually they go into the season you kind of know what to expect, but Kawhi Leonard has been out all this. Um, all this preseason, he's gonna be out the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see San Antonio maybe taking a step back this season?
2: Uh, I don't see them taking a step back because no. it's a system. When you got a system like Pop has, anything's mm-hmm. possible at that point. And with Kawhi Leonard, I think the sky's the limit.
1: Yeah. So he has a what is it? An injured... I think
2: he's gonna be the MVP. That's my prediction for him. Oh, is okay. it nice?
1: Okay. All right. So you okay? So let's go ahead. So you you went to my next question. So you got you got Kawhi as the MVP. Who's who's your top three?
2: Uh, it's going to be Kawhi. I'll go Kawhi, Kyrie, and
1: and LeBron. Okay, Kawhi, Kyrie, and LeBron. I got, hold on. So, I got, let me see. So, I got, uh, you know what? I'm going to save my MVP for uh, the Thunder Predictions. I'm going to go ahead and save it for then. Um, but I'll just say that my number two is going to be Kawhi. And number three is, uh, Durant, I think Durant's going to have a heck of a season. I think some of this stuff that he's had to deal with this over this past you know eighteen months, I think he's going to start to put it behind him, and I think he's going to he's going to become the, I guess the alpha on that Golden State team as far as scoring and things like that, as far as stat you know getting stats. Uh, So I do think he's going to finish top three um, in the league as far as MVP. Uh, So who's your? So we have a, a very very huge group of rookies that are coming in and are have a lot of ex- expectations yeah. uh to include Ben Simmons who was out last season all of last season. Yeah. Um so uh, who, I got Dennis Smith. You got Okay so you got DSJ.
2: Yeah, he's gonna play the most minutes.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I I love his game, man. He, he reminds me of a of a young Russell Westbrook. Um and I think with that team, you know, Dallas still has a little bit of talent on that team and so uh those yeah, games do. where where kind of gets cooking, I think uh Dennis Smith is going to have a have the green light, and have a lot of opportunities to get open looks. Same, man. Well, yeah.
3: I think the uh, some of these other rookies benefit from the fact that basically the Sixers are all going to cancel each other out. You got Simmons, definitely, you got Colts. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. you got too many rookies that are going to cancel each other out, so that leaves the field yeah. wide open. And all eyes have been on Lonzo Ball for a long time, and I think people are coming out to, to guard him on purpose. Yeah. You know, I think they're going to stick it to him. Uh, not personally, but, you know, just to prove like, hey, rookie, you know, you know, know your place. So I think that kind of eliminates him. Uh, so, yeah, kind of sold me on Dennis Smith Jr. Yeah,
1: I think Dennis Smith, I, th- I think it's going to be Dennis Smith. I think um, he's just going to have the biggest role. So yeah. I think
2: that's why it would probably be him because yeah, I, I got Ben you know, Simmons in on days. his way out and they need somebody point guards. It's a point guard dominant league right mm-hmm. now. So but that's th- exactly where where I think you know I think that it's going to just is this going to be him because it's basically him Wesley Matthews yeah. and Harrison Barnes and I think the biggest thing is like I said the minutes will be there as in with the other guys they'll have minutes but they have to share that moment mm. as in Dennis Smith I think he can come in and uh he can be a double double guy
1: and I think I just think Dennis Smith is he's going to be an athletic freak that can get whatever shot yeah. he wants um, so yeah. yeah I do agree with you with Dennis Smith um, I have I have Ben Simmons coming in second, and I have Lonzo Ball coming in third. Marquel Fultz, I'm a little bit worried about what he's doing with his shot.
2: I gotta see some more of him. I haven't haven't had mm-hmm. my eyes on him like that. Um, but I'm I got league pass, so I'm definitely gonna be watching him.
1: Oh, definitely. Um, so that was your rookie of the year. What about six man?
2: Uh, six man. Uh, it's a little bit tougher, I'm not sure right there. Six man. I still gotta. Still got to put the jury out. I got to see how a lot of these lineups, mm. you know, come about. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, so many changes in the NBA this year. I don't know who's going to be on the bench, who's not going to be. Right yeah. now, I'll go J.R. Smith.
1: Now, yeah, yeah, he's going to be. So he's going to be coming off the bench for the Cavs. What about yeah. uh, Ennis? What have you kind of heard? You think Ennis is going to be starting uh, for the Knicks? I think he's going to have a starting role. Yeah, I and think Virginia. so, too.
2: I think they're going to be on the court together.
1: Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, I, I'm kind of the same way with six-man. I'm kind of want to sit back and see because the thing with six men is that you may have some guys that you think are gonna be six men but maybe because of injuries or anything like that they, they end up starting a whole bunch of games um
3: yeah it's definitely early to tell for yeah. the six men but i think jr smith is kind of the guy you look to right now he lost his starting role Ooh, my qu- my question is is uh, does jr smith do we get the jr smith who's coming out and scoring or do we get the jr smith that's upset that he lost his starting position
2: Yeah, I think I think overall J.R. Smith gonna have a, he's gonna have an incredible incredible year. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to his growth and seeing seeing what comes out of that situation.
1: Yeah, I mean we'll see. I mean he he, he didn't he didn't look like he he didn't sound like he liked too much going to the bench. But I, the the one thing I, I I've kind of noticed with J.R. and the thing is Oklahoma City has had a, a little history with J.R. because he was originally with the with the New Orleans slash Oklahoma City Thunder. I mean o- Oklahoma City Hornets, and he kind of—that's when he met, you know, met the doghouse uh, with Byron Scott while he was here, and so to see his growth from that point to where yeah. he was at now, as far as uh, with the Cavs, and and I think a lot of it has to do with playing with LeBron. I think LeBron exhibits a leadership that's not necessarily a a common leadership, but more of a, a kind of a brotherhood type leadership, um, and so I think his growth has has kind of amazed me. And I think this is just going to be another step in him growing um, as far as going from, you know, starter again to back to going back, to going to the bench. I think he's going to see a lot of opportunities to a lot of open shots. And I think that's, that's definitely in his wheelhouse. Yeah,
2: I I think so too. I think, I think it's going to be one of those where I think they're going to have to spread the ball. And I think that mm. LeBron and them are going to be in a position where they can, they can help him bounce back. As far as Jerry Smith with the six man, I, I think with him, he's a streaky shooter. So if he's hot, he's hot. If yeah. he's off, he's off. So you know, it just depends which JR you get.
1: Oh,
3: so putting a pause on this, I just I just uh, got an alert from the Bleacher Report that says Russell and Nick Collison have already won the Halloween costume with white man can't jump costume. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's that's too. Yeah, funny. that's crazy.
3: Dang, already, already. I
1: mean, it's not even. I mean, it's not even the week of Halloween. And they are here to slay. Dang. Okay. Yeah. All right, so defensive player of the year. I mean, it's usually it's yeah. it's pretty I mean, it's much usually, it's, it's pretty much just three or four guys, that can, or four guys that can actually win that. Did we lose them? Did we lose them? Travis, you there? Yeah,
2: I definitely got to see it because I have not seen I have not seen their outfits and any, anything like that. So this is all just straight <laughs> brand new. All
1: right, so um, so defensive player of the year. There's usually just three or four guys that can actually win that. Um who do you have winning it this year? I know Draymond won it last year.
2: Yeah, uh, I
1: got Kawhi. Winning. Yeah, you yeah. got Kawhi. Yeah, I do too. I think uh if he's going to go ahead and kind of contend for the MVP, I think he's also, you know, he's not going to win anything as far as scoring title, but um I think him being a two-way player is going to definitely help him as far as um contending for the MVP. So yeah, I definitely. think Yeah, he'll be De- defensive player of the year. And who you got for coach of the year? I got I got Billy being coach of the year. Who who do you got?
2: Uh, for coach of the year, I'm going to probably have to go with,
1: mm, A lot of people got Brad Stevens.
2: I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with, um, what's his name? Um, from Philly. I'm going to go with Philly's coach.
1: Oh, Brett Brown?
2: Brent Brown. Yep. Okay.
1: I right, I can see that. Oh, Because wow. I think they're
2: going to take the biggest leap. All
1: right. So I just saw the pictures of Russell Westbrook and, uh, and Nick Collison as, uh, as Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson from White Men Can't Jump. It's pretty yeah. good. It's pretty funny. That's, that's that's some good stuff right there.
3: That's funny. <laughs> Burt Brown, uh, he's going to be coaching, you know, the feds that are coming. I think that's a very good uh, candidate for Coach of the Year, but I also got Billy Donovan up there too. Yeah. But I think I think Billy Donovan is going to kind of be discounted as because of coaching three superstar athletes. Maybe. That it kind of hurts his case for Coach of the Year.
1: I can see that. I can see somebody looking at Billy Donovan saying, hey, you know, you're supposed to win with these players. Um, yeah, that usually happens sometimes. All right, so um I do have a question. I know, I know, I think you put this out on Twitter, but who's going to be Russell's dance partner?
2: Uh, it's, it's up in the air now.
1: I mean, I don't really see too many dancers on this team. I don't. I mean, Cameron Payne. You know, he he had the mantle there for about a season and a half. Yeah, I really don't see anybody on the team that dances I mean, that much. Him and Andre do kind of like a little yeah shoulder I mean, dance thing. Yeah.
2: It's one of those where you know we're gonna have to find out as time goes on.
1: All right, so I know I know as far as you know and experiences that I've had as a as a media member, you seem yeah. to be very tight with Andre Robertson. Am yeah, I correct? That's, my guy. that's your yeah, guy. Yeah. That's so my guy. so we've all you know we've talked before. Me and you have talked before about uh, his his struggles at the free throw line. Yeah, um, and he seemed to he seemed to be improving a little bit this uh, this you know this uh, preseason. Uh, but he's also, you know, he's also had one or two shots that's been like, you know, damn, you know, he airballed a couple, you know, airballed one in one game. Yeah. Um, what do you think his his struggles come from? I know, and I can kind of see what you were talking about when you talked to me that one time in the playoffs, yeah. where his hands are so big that he can't really, I guess, get his whole hand around the ball or anything like that. Uh, but I mean, have you talked to him about it? Have you got any insight um, on that? It's
2: one of those where you know, it's one of those where I don't really. When when me and him talk and stuff, mm. we don't talk about we don't talk about basketball like that or anything. You know what I'm saying? It's just mm. one of those where we just talk about just life, you know. So it's just that's just exactly what it is. But I mean, he's been working out and he's been uh putting himself in a position to to basically be the best that he can be mm. at the free throw line. It's one of those where I don't really touch on things like that because I'd rather just talk yeah. about life.
1: No, no, yeah, I understand. It just, it just seems like like he can't. When he, whenever he cups the ball or whenever he holds the ball to shoot it, there's a gap, I guess, in between his hands that kind of messes his shot up. Um, and I, I remember you talking to me about that. Uh, so, Thunder predictions. So I asked I ask you to come up with three Thunder predictions. So, what are your three Thunder predictions?
2: As far as as far as what predictions? As far as
1: what? Just uh, just things that you see happening this season that maybe nobody's talked about.
2: Uh. It's one of those I think I think the biggest thing will be the biggest thing will be how how Mello and mm-hmm. Mellow and them Mello and PG and all them will will, you know, be able to, to work together as far as as far as being able to to coexist. Yeah. You know, as far as Kimmy Wise. And then um I think the second thing that people need will need to talk about too. I don't think Russell's gonna get the triple doubles like he was getting last year, you know, in my personal opinion. That's true, yeah. It's just one of those where it's going to be extremely tough to do. So um I think that would be something else and then on top of that, I think people need to give Billy a little bit more, you know, accountability, you know, because mm-hmm. as far as um as far as being a coach, you know, so that's what that's what it comes down to.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with that one cuz, you know, they seem to put it all on Russell uh whenever you know Russell's just executing somebody else's plan, which is Billy Donovan's plan. Um, so yeah, I definitely see a lot of uh, accountability going on to Billy uh, Billy Donovan this season. Uh, but but my my three predictions are: so Russell Westbrook's going to lead the league in assists. Um, Dre's going to shoot sixty percent from the free throw line this year. And my MVP is going to be Paul George. I think Paul okay. George. Yeah, I think Paul George's going to have plenty of opportunities. I think number one. It's a narrative thing. So I think a lot of times people look at the surprise candidate. Uh, You know, a lot of people want to put Giannis uh, Antetokounmpo in there as a surprise candidate. But I think think Paul George is going to have this freedom that he's never felt um, in his career before. And I think as far as scoring-wise, he's probably going to score about 28 points. And I think his overall game, a lot like Kevin Durant whenever he had his MVP, um, the overall game whenever you have so many parts and so many pieces that are constantly moving and, you know, really good – um, it yeah. changes. You know, you have more assists, you have more opportunities to rebound, more opportunities to defend. Um uh, so I think with the with the media and the constant national attention that the Thunder are going to get, I think yeah. I think George is going to go ahead and boost up his game and I think he's going to end up with the MVP this year. You think you
0: think Paul George is going
1: to get MVP? Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. So,
3: that's that that's my prediction. You got anything yeah, Anthony? Yeah, uh, my three predictions are um, i think uh billy donovan I, I think Billy Donovan is going to get more credit for the offense and he's going i think he 's going to have uh some special special more specialized offense in his back pocket that we 're going to get to see mm-hmm. um, my outlandish pick is I think Alex Sabrina sneaks into the six man conversation oh okay with the ability to sp- uh, uh, sp- the pace and space that gives and then gives uh the second unit working with these guys. Alex Sabrinas yeah. will uh, have more shots available, and he's going to knock them down. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then.
1: Uh, and then we're just going to let this season and, play out? Yeah, we're going to let the season <laughs> play out. But I got a question for you. Yeah. You're the sneaker reporter,
3: right? Who's going to have up? the most outlandish or most wildest shoe on the basketball court this year between PG, well, Russ, well, and Melo? Or. It'll
0: probably be. It'll probably
3: be uh, P.G. P.G., really?
0: Out of those three.
3: Yeah. So yeah. out of out of the NBA? You yeah, yeah see,
0: I think it'll be P.G. Only because. Oh, out of the whole NBA. I no, no, I
3: of mean, Yeah, yeah. Out of those three. three. Out of out those NBA, three. It'll
0: probably be, uh, what's his name? Um, yeah, out of those three, Paul George.
3: Paul George. And then out of the whole NBA, who do you think is going to have some crazy shoes? Probably Durant.
0: Yeah, out of the whole NBA, it'll probably be P.J. Tucker, P.J. Tucker.
1: Oh, really? He wears some crazy shoes.
0: Yeah, P.J. Tucker. Oh wow! Yeah, he's he's the sneaker king.
1: <laughs> oh dang! Okay, I didn't even know that. I didn't yeah, know P.J. Tucker was like that.
0: Yeah, P.J. Tucker. Be, he's
1: gonna be playing a whole bunch of uh, he's gonna be playing a whole bunch of center for uh, for Houston for this Houston, year. Yeah. Yeah,
0: he probably will. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those where uh, you know, the situation I think will. Definitely.
1: Yeah, I mean, they're, they're going to be playing a lot of small Overall, ball over there. Yeah.
0: Overall, I think he'll be in a position where he'll be able to win All right, so. and, and be successful over there. But his sneaker, his sneaker game is crazy,
1: though. Wow, okay. All right, so, Travis, we got a couple of Twitter questions uh, that were addressed to both of us whenever I put that tweet out that you were coming on the show. Okay. Um, so, first one's from Leo Fowler. Fowler. They're both going to be from Leo Fowler. Uh, so, are you fond with the idea of picking up Richard Jefferson – or would you rather let the final spot open for a potential buyout candidate? So I think we kind of called, you know, we kind of talked about this earlier. Uh, but what what are your feelings on Richard Jefferson?
0: Yeah. Uh, I think Richard Jefferson he's a he's a good veteran. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he's somebody that we would need on the team. I think I think the Thunder overall. I think if they're going to make a move, I think they should try to get a veteran center. You know what I'm saying? Somebody yeah. that can actually still put in the put in the time and and be able to work with a young Dakari Johnson and somebody that could work with a Steven Adams, you know? So I think overall, um, I think overall um, they, they need to get somebody at that, at that position personally, yeah. but it's tough to find people at that position though, because of the fact that, you know, it's it's an extensive um, position in the league to certain, to a certain degree. But um, overall, I think, I think if you get some shooters, if you get to bring in a shooter on a buyout or if you can get a big man, I think they'll be okay.
1: All right, okay. And so the second question from Leo Fowler is uh, also who would you rather see play more, Houston or Terrence Ferguson?
0: Houston.
1: Houston, yeah, I think I think Houston's is primed to have one of those seasons this year. Nothing, you know, nothing too big, uh but nothing get into the big, but, in, into rotation but, and uh and to be a uh, a consistent role player.
0: Definitely. That's that's the, that's what I'm looking forward to with him. Um, just being a role player and somebody that can, um, you know, be able to come in and defend and, and knock down shots when, when they're, they're supposed to.
1: Definitely. De- All right, so my last question for you. uh uh-huh. So if the Thunder and the Celtics meet up in the finals. Who- Thunder. Oh, okay, my man. That's what I'm talking yeah. about.
0: It's only because the Celtics got 17, the Thunder don't have any. Yeah,
1: That's true. true. Yeah. That's true, hey. You know what I'm
0: saying? So – at the same time, it's 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 the fact that I'm a part of the journey uh-huh. with the Thunder. So being a part of the journey and being being um, one of the media guys to represent, I think that that's what makes it more special. Because I always said I can go to any NBA Finals I want to, but my thing is I'd rather go with the team that brought me there. That's awesome. That's yeah.
1: great. That's awesome. That's great. All right, man. Well, hey, yeah. Travis, you got anything you want to go ahead and plug?
0: Uh, just check out SneakerReporter.com. Got a lot of stuff going on. I got something coming, special something, something coming on Monday. Can't talk about it. Top secret. All right. But it has to do with Russell
1: Westbrook. It has to do with. Oh, no. Hold on, man. We, you kind of you kind of went silent.
3: It's so secret he
1: can't even you talk hear me? about it. Yeah, okay, it, we got it, it's now. so secret if the the FBI and the CIA went ahead and uh, cut off the line right there. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well it's it's going down on a Monday, so y'all be on the lookout for that. Um check out sneak gonna have a lot of footage from that. Uh cover the why not comedy show, that was great. Um oh, got really? a lot of events coming up. Uh, make sure you check out for the new um Sneaker Reporter shirts that are gonna be coming out too. And um and if you got NBA two K, look out for me in there.
1: Oh yeah. That's I'm in right. the game.
0: And uh you know, just a lot of lot of things happening man, so just be on the lookout. I, I, I'm trying to represent all the underdogs.
3: And your Twitter handle is at Sneaker Reporter as well. You can find you on Twitter.
0: Definitely. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, at Sneaker Reporter. Um, and also you can find me on Facebook, Travis Singleton.
1: Good deal, good deal. Hey, Travis, thank you very much uh, for coming on the show. Um, no problem. And hopefully we'll have you on a little later in the season, okay?
3: Appreciate you guys. Hey, don't forget me about that internship. I put in the hustle. <laughs> Mom.
0: Alright man, hey, all you gotta do is go to sneakerreporter.com, dot com um and we have the application
3: on there. Oh wow. I
1: got you. I got you. Okay. All right. All well hey, do it.
0: yeah. All right,
1: Travis. Thank you very much. Thank you guys. Alright, talk to you later. All right, nah, right. bye bye. All right. So just want to go ahead and thank Travis Singleton for coming on. Uh like we said, go ahead and check him out on Twitter at sneaker reporter. Um and give him a follow. Uh check out his stuff. You know, he has a lot of stuff on his website. Uh, as far as his own stuff and then also information about future fashion and then some information on the Thunder and uh, NFL and, and Major League Baseball. Uh, but just want to thank him. And as far as ourselves, Thunder season's upon us. Uh, so the first game's going to be on Thursday. Uh, so the next time you listen to us, the Thunder will have already paid, what, probably two games because uh, they play on Thursday and then they play on the road at Utah on Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Um, so we'll go ahead and bring you probably a podcast after that Utah game. Um, but other than that, keep on checking the website. Now that's ThunderBasketball.com. And we have, we're have we going to have a lot of previews. You're going to have some post-game stuff. We're going to have some some other content on there, hopefully some other writers. Um, but other than that, we will talk to you later. Is there anything you need to go
3: ahead and plug? No, we will, uh, we will also be talking about three games because they play a back-to-back Saturday-Sunday. So they play at Utah, at Minnesota on Sunday. So we'll be previewing Minnesota. Previewing Minnesota, talking about the first two games. All right.
1: And with that said, we'll talk to you next week. You guys take care. Have a good one.